Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined... As always, I am joined... I messed it up, yes. Sean! And oh, my partner amazing. in crime is for Sean Meehan! <laughs> Sean, what's going on? I willed that to happen. Because I was thinking <laughs> through that whole intro, fuck, I have no bit to segue into the show with. But what you've done there, you've made a slight error in speech. Yeah. And yeah. I took well, advantage of it. But Sean, maybe, maybe I ticking ahead... And you know the way I always nail this every single True. week, 104 weeks, nail it every single time, other than all those times I didn't, let's not go back. But yeah, here's a montage. Me- <laughs> Imagine. It's a 25 minute montage. But, um, I subconsciously knew you had nothing. So then I said, I better slip up, give him something, because you know, oh, it's right. charity. You took one for the team there, man. I yeah, appreciate it. I took it. one for the team. And now, me, maybe me explaining this isn't taking one for the team because, in so <laughs> facto, I'm taking credit for that. Like, just to clarify, guys, I'm still perfect. Yeah. I'm still absolutely unreal at this. I'll be honest with you, lads. Look, I like to mess it up every maybe 40 episodes to let them know I'm human. To let them know we all slip up, guys. There's only I, I am one like way. you, like, mortals. <laughs> the peasants. I am just like you, peasants. Um, and more importantly, that's to show that humans slip up, Sean. And a lot of humans slip up, like in weird news every single week. He tied where it we back. Cover, he brought it back. We, <laughs> I'm perfect. <laughs> we, we, we talk about many humans from around the world who mess up on a daily basis. And Sean, what is the, what is the niche of this show? Oh, so you, you have spent a week studying all of these humans who have messed up in, mm. to varying degrees of damage. Yeah. Um, and I've not read or heard any of these stories. So you're just going to read them out to me. We'll have a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with these weird people. I thought you were going to say movie news there. It was I very had the close. same inflection, didn't it? <laughs> it did. Okay, so we're starting off this week with a story that I find funny, but I think only me and you will find this funny, but I said I'd throw it in anyway. So this is weird news, and we're starting off with, I think, one of the most random headlines. Two men arrested after being involved in a Friday morning duel at Greeley Walmart. A duel? A duel. Are we bringing duels back? 
<laughs> I knew this would be amazing. Jules, I see the headline, and, I, and it was one of those where I did a double take, where I was just like, oh, yeah, two gay men get arrested for a shooting. Jewel. It was a, it was a shooting jewel. Oh, all right. No, so, Interesting. So like pis, pistols at dawn kind of a deal. Pistols at dawn, yes. Amazing. Okay, give me more. Yes. So, a physical altercation between two men devolved into an early morning shooting on Friday at Walmart on the 23rd Avenue in Greeley, everyone's favourite avenue. Jawan Satcher, 24, and Sheldon Nails, which is a fucking hard one. (laughs) Sheldon Nails. That's his prison name. (laughs) That's the bad boy of the Big Bang Theory. (laughs) His punk band. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they're both from out of state were taken into custody after firing, firing multiple rounds at each other before 7am on Friday <laughs> pistols at dawn it, it literally was now <laughs> yeah. it, I assume you're going to tell me but I like to assume that they didn't know each other prior to this shootout and yes. it just kind of naturally developed into a pistols at dawn scenario <laughs> Can I ask you a question? How many ty- how many things would have to go wrong for something to naturally develop into a pistols at dawn situation? I mean, you've got to, you've got two men there who are clearly up yeah. far too early. Far um, <laughs> too early. You're just grumpy. You're grumpy on a Friday. You're it's grumpy. the end of the week, but you're not there yet. Yeah, and then one person is going glove shopping, and yeah. what do you know? He trips on the way out of the glove shop, <laughs> smacks that glove right across one man's face. My cheek, that hurts. It's slightly red. How dare you, sir? How very dare you? And then um, he pulls out a separate glove and <laughs> smashes him in the face with it and says, it's dueling time. And then the other guy pulls out a glove that's way too big. It's just like basically a hat. And he's just slapping <laughs> him around the place. Um, Greeley police, police arrived at the store at 7am and contacted one of the suspects. The other man was contacted a short time later and both men were transported to the police department for interviews along with several witnesses. According to the police, Satcher and Nails knew, know each other through work and the shooting followed a physical confrontation between the men. Police do not have a motive for the shooting, other than a physical altercation broke out, which then led to one of the men challenging the other one to a duel, according to the news release what issued on Friday work? afternoon. What line of work are they in? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they work for the TV show Westworld. Oh, okay. Well, well then, it's character yeah. study, really, isn't it? it? It's a, they're trying to get involved with their characters, really become them. Um, no, it's it goes from physical altercation, which is punches and kicks, I can only assume, and then they must at one stage back away from each other, look at each other, and one of them says, the only way we're going to settle this is if we duel. And then, like, a tumbleweed rolls past, and... <laughs> They just start squinting at each other for ages. And the other guy just spits tobacco out of his mouth. Oh, do you feel lucky, punk? <laughs> of course. Um, officers investigating the incident found over 20 shell casings at the scene. Jesus. Wait, does, yes. Does that mean, like, does shell mean shotgun? Or is that just bullets uh, can be shells? Maybe they just call all bullets shells? Like anything they find of a bullet? Gun, guns are difficult, man. Um, and look, we don't know. We're in Ireland. It's true. We're soy boys. Um, yeah. What, like, is there some... Because America has... And forgive, I think you can be forgiven for saying this. America has some weird laws sometimes. And so, hmm. is there anything that says dueling is still allowed? <laughs> I don't know. But I also can't say there isn't. Like <laughs> you can't come sense. down one side of that line. No, it would make sense that they just forgot that rule because they thought nobody's mental enough to pull this off. Yeah, surely the days of dueling are gone. They said it takes a lot of respect for each other to start dueling. Normally, it just goes gun first, then kill. Doesn't normally doesn't go straight to dueling. Yeah, maybe there's a, a certain honor to dueling that, like, mm. you, 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 you're you're not taking advantage of any element of surprise or any high ground or anything like that like Star Wars Anakin I have the high ground I have the high ground and then Anakin (laughs) says come back down here we're dueling stop it (laughs) come back down Um, Obi-Wan you always do this 
We always like this. Um, it's lightsabers so, at dawn. <laughs> so, officers investigating the incident, as I said, they found over 20 shell casings at, at the scene. But what's more important is, no one was injured during the incident, which leads me to believe we have two of the absolute worst aims in modern history of shooting. Yeah, 20, 20 casings that were found. So we can mm. assume some might just not have been found. And they yeah. missed all of them. How far apart were they? Because they were either ends of a car park. <laughs> and they had, like, handguns. They just didn't... Nobody brought my sniper. I forgot my sniper. Shit. The, the one day. The one day. I, I always bring it to Walmart. Just in case. I, I'm nearly positive you can buy one in Walmart. You probably can, actually. But no one was injured during the 20 shell casings that they found. So I don't know if they go full walk away, stand back to back, walk away from each other. I think it goes, I think they started standing away apart and then it became shoot first. Yeah, once you've, you know, you've you've left the danger circle of the fist and now yeah. you're into the much bigger <laughs> danger circle of the gun. <laughs> I wouldn't have you, like, giving um, talks at an army base. <laughs> right, lads. Once you get out of the danger circle of the fist, you're going to have to think in your head, the danger circle of the gun is a bigger circle. Am I right? I am, lads. I yes, am. exactly. So what you want to do, danger- think, yeah? think of a gun. It's a sword with yeah. an infinitely long blade. <laughs> it goes for fucking ages. Ages, lads. It's just anything. Anything it touches, it dies. <laughs> Um, the man, um, no one was injured during that incident, but there was a man in a vehicle when an errant bullet struck the windshield, and several other vehicles were hit by bullets during the exchange. So they hit every other car in the parking lot other than themselves. I don't, I I was still stuck on your Westworld thing for a second, and I was like, maybe they were blanks, but if they've hit several cars... (laughs) <laughs> no, no, they were fully armed. <laughs> it was like Predator coming in. <laughs> like, they had the laser pointers on their shoulders, but the two lads are just a bit blind. Like, they just, they should have brought their glasses, but they're like, ah, I'm fine without it. I can really see in the distance without it, don't talk to me. But they just haven't got the concept that once things are out of that danger circle of the fist, they can't go a bit blurry. It's hard to pick up what they're putting down. That, and what they're putting down is several bullets into yeah. innocent yeah. people's cars. Absolutely. Um, so both men were charged with the same offences. Engaging in a riot, fighting by agreement dueling, which is the best charge. That's You can't be charged for that. They, were, they made an agreement. <laughs> fighting by agreement dueling. You're not meant to agree to do dueling. It's fucking wrong, lads. It's dangerous. Even if you agreed and shook hands on it, it's still not right. Ah, but sir, come on. Come on, be sound. <laughs> I asked him. He said, yeah, alright. I said, yeah, alright. Where's the issue? We're not pressing any charges. No, no one got hurt, despite our best efforts. We tried to aim for every civilian in the area, and we got none of them. So, you know, we're scot-free. <laughs> Trust me, um, I'm Sheldon Nails. <laughs> Trust me, I'm Mr. Nails. <laughs> Mr. Nails. Please, Mr. Nails was my father. <laughs> Call me Hammer. Um, engaging in a riot. Fighting by agreement dueling. Four counts of reckless endangerment. Illegal discharge of a weapon. And a prohibited use of a weapon. Um, are all their offences. So, Satcher and Nails were not booked into jail because of the whole global bastard. Um, but they will be sent to a federal jail at some point in the next few weeks after their hearing on October 28th. So these two guys got arrested for dueling, which I don't know if I've ever heard of that in 2020. No, and I think uh, given the year we've had, I think a duel would be welcome news at this point. (laughs) It's somehow not the worst thing to happen yesterday. No, that's interesting. A duel is interesting. Yeah, um, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. Something spooky, Sean. Now, this is a bit of a curse was laid upon someone. Um, so, you've heard of Pompeii, Sean. What can you tell me about Pompeii? Uh, it was a movie starring Kit Harrington. Very good movie, yes. The end of the to- movie was the lava one. The, <laughs> who would have guessed? <laughs> who would have thunk it? <laughs> Kit Harrington was punching with all of his heart, but that lava was just too strong. 
uh, yeah, so it's in uh, the Italian city of Pompeii when Mount Etna erupted. Vesuvius. Was it? Oh, fair enough. So uh, <laughs> when Mount Vesuvius erupted, uh, it coated the whole city in ash, and the whole place is frozen in time. Yeah, and now that's a big tourist attraction shot. Now people go there all the time, but. What you're not meant to do is take something from there. It's meant to be bad luck due to the fact that, I mean, you have to have pretty bad luck to get encased in lava at some point. That is the worst luck a a human can have. The danger circle of a volcano is bigger than a gun, (laughs) is what I'm going to say. You're you're putting a volcano against a gun and saying a volcano wins. I think a gun doesn't beat a volcano in a fight to the death. We'll have to agree to disagree, Connor. Is the man controlling the gun lava proof? He's made of lava. Oh, 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 actually. No, the metal would still melt. <laughs> What's he going to do? He shoot the, the mount or the volcano? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you raise a good point. <laughs> um, Pompeii artifacts returned by tourists who claimed curse ruined her life. Oh, yes. Yes. So a contrite Canadian woman who took pieces from the ancient Italian city of Pompeii 15 years ago returned the fragments with a letter explaining how they had brought a curse to her life. The woman who signed the letter with the name Nicole said she visited the archaeological park of Pompeii when she was young and dumb in her own words. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) About 15 years ago. She said she took items from the site where hot rock, volcanic ash and nox, uh, um, and other types of gases had buried the ancient city and its residents when Mount Vesuvius erupted in the year 79. So, Nicole's letter, which accompanied a package containing two mosaic tiles, parts of, a, of an amphora and a piece of ceramics, said she had experienced a string of bad luck since the theft. So, she says... These things have ruined her life. Jesus, okay. So yeah. she can absolutely attribute all the bad luck to the curse of Pompeii. She said that since the theft, um, she had a string of bad luck that includes two break-ins, repeated incidents of broken cutlery, flooded homes, and ghosts. Okay, one of those things is not like the other. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think broken cutlery, that is a bit of a silly one. But the other three, I'm all in. Yeah, I break plates and and things. I I broke a metal knife the other day, Connor. How? Oh, just the handle snapped. I'm very strong. Oh, you're you're a strong boy. (laughs) I I did. I I put it in my mouth and bit it. And the knife broke. It was weird. I was was using the knife to cut my steroids. But then I became too (laughs) strong. (laughs) <laughs> and now I can't cut steroids, so I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> Can you cut steroids? How did that work? I don't. I. I. I, I you're asking the wrong lad, Connor. <laughs> right? No. Yeah. No. You're right. <laughs> um. Now the like two break-ins in 15 years, I would class that as unfortunate. Yeah. Um. Uh, but the ghost. But not thing. not in her control. A break-in is out of her control, really. Yeah, and like, what if she just lives in a shit area? <laughs> like, if someone breaks into my home, I'm like, I, I I didn't break into my own home. That has to be somebody else who did that. Yeah, someone else decided to break into the house. Yeah, yeah. Now, the repeated incidents of broken cutlery, butterfingers. Butterfingers and banana peels everywhere, I can only assume. Yeah, and what was the other, like, normal one? Relatively normal one? Ghosts. Ghosts mm, yeah. was the other normal one. Right. <laughs> ghosts, plural. Yeah, ghosts, she said, yeah. Okay, you say Vesuvius three times in a mirror. <laughs> and the ghost of the volcano. Oh, no! <laughs> Your house immediately goes up. <laughs> um, and flooded home, she said, was the last normal one. She lives in Niagara Falls. She neglected yeah, she, to mention yeah. that. Yeah. Um, please take them back they bring bad luck she wrote the woman said the package contained everything she took from Pompeii except for one tile which she had given away to a friend well fuck it have you not seen the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie nah sabotage the friend that's all I'm saying if the friend has a tile and I have a way to get rid of my bad luck oh set the demon on her have you ever seen the movie It Follows 
Exactly. But uh, see, I think they're following the, the thief. They're not following <laughs> who the thief distributed things to. But if but the thief gave back all of their goods, and unfortunately, one of their goods was stolen from them. Well, then the contract is is null and void. It doesn't like mm. the, if the, if the curse is that until all the things are returned to Pompeii by the person who stole them, then she might as well have kept those other tiles. <laughs> Or else she sabotaged her friend to a very untimely death, or ghosts. Which one is more sinister? <laughs> um, <laughs> I can only assume death. Well, one would assume. <laughs> one would assume, yeah. Um, she said, "I we are good people, and I don't want to pass this curse on to my family, my children, or myself anymore, she wrote. Please forgive my careless act that I did years ago. The package was sent to a travel agent in Pompeii with a request that the items be returned to the park. Um, However, a spokeswoman for the archaeological park said that there have been about a hundred previous incidents of tourists sending Pompeii artefacts back to the city with notes that are very apologetic, claiming the objects were cursed. So maybe there is something to this. I think that the staff of this museum are very bored in the off-season. Yeah. And so they just <laughs> like, and they just watch people leave, and they're like, "She wrote her fucking name down, didn't she? Let's fucking track her down." Yeah, yeah and then they're just giving her hassle, <laughs> just like ruining her day, but very minorly, just really minor problems they're giving this woman. Yeah, like I want to know what these ghosts apparently did, because if it's just like, oh, sometimes the phone rings and no one's there, that is definitely yeah. the museum staff. That that. <laughs> They're just ringing on an unknown number. It's like, hello, Susie. Well, my, name is, my, my name is Nicole. Shut up. It would be an Italian number, like, so. Okay, yeah, of course. Um, I think this could also be just, like, a bit of promotion for the park itself. Very possible. Mm. Mm. Um, but yeah she has returned the items claiming that they gave her ghosts so if you are listening to this and you have any Pompeii artifacts in your home you also might be cursed if you have Pompeii on DVD you are definitely cursed oh I think at that stage really your taste is dead so I mean you might as well have a bit of a ghost (laughs) you've completely lost all sense of culture (laughs) like you have no logic I went to see Pompeii in the cinema that movie is atrocious (laughs) I'm pretty sure I rented it. <laughs> he did not. I mean, why am I reacting? I paid a cinema ticket. You paid full price to see Pompeii with Kit Harrington that was with the lava winds. That's, that's 8.50 I'm never getting back. For the whole, that whole movie, right, is, it's an hour and a half of just, like, a really bad movie where it's, like, a rom-com, or, like, a romantic thing that's, like, oh, Kit's gonna find a girlfriend, and he's very into the princess or whatever, or they're gonna get together, and then about 90 minutes in, they're just like, jeez, that volcano's shaking a bit, and then the whole last act is everyone just burning to death. It's a it's, very strange scenario. <laughs> there's a book about Pompeii, and it's really good because it's from the perspective of this, like, engineer of the aqueduct. Of the volcano. No. Not of the volcano. I'm gonna fuck these bitches up. But, no, it's this dude who, he makes aqueducts, and he's he goes and he, like, smells the sulfur in the water, and he's just going around telling everyone, like, hey, something's really fucking wrong. And they're all like, easy, hydro boy. <laughs> Little nerd, fuck off! <laughs> this guy, do- just mix some wine with your water, you fucking. Do, do you know what I smell? I smell you fucking all the way off. Fuck you! <laughs> Go right, away well, from I me, ho- nerd! I hope the whole city burns. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh wait! Um, we're moving on to our next piece of news, and that is: college student gets stuck in clothes dryer after having a few drinks. I will never stop making fun of her, says Fred. How big is the dryer? Um, not not big enough, apparently. C- clearly. <laughs> so, um, sorry, is it just to be clear, we're talking about like a tumble dryer for clothes. Yes, a, a tumble dryer for clothes. Yes. Right, and how many? How much did she have to drink before she climbed into this? I mean, you'd, I can only assume more than enough. <laughs> That's that's a good that's a good metric, Connor. More than more than enough to have a good time. 
I would say. So, a college student in the UK needed to be rescued by her local fire brigade. After getting her leg stuck inside the clothes dryer she shares with her roommates. Her leg? Her legs. Legs? What? No, okay. like, it wasn't like a bear trap. <laughs> oh, no, I'm tumbling. <laughs> her, her legs are actually made of lint, so... <laughs> it, like, it, it clamped down. She's like, oh, no. <laughs> I hope my leg doesn't... My, I don't, my leg doesn't go pink. There's a red shirt in there. Oh, wow, that was a, that was a good joke. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, Rosie Cole, 21, says she and her friends were drinking wine and tequila on oh, Tuesday night. classic mix. A classic mix. you got to mix that wine with tequila. You know who's ever had wine thought, this isn't strong enough. Take me a bit of tequila here. Well, maybe they thought, oh, this tequila's a bit strong. Better wine it yeah. up. <laughs> Better lower it down, you know. <laughs> um, here's a bottle each. <laughs> when she was challenged to fit inside their shared appliance, she was challenged, not even dared. Back in the day, you'd get a double dog dare and you'd be called a chicken if you didn't do it. She just got challenged. Now it's a TikTok challenge or something. Yeah. I was with my other housemates and one of them day de- Oh, one of them challenged me to get in it, said Cole. A student at the University of Hull in East Yorkshire. Me thinking there was no chance I'd actually fit, ha ha ha, <laughs> decided to try it. And to my surprise, it seemed easier than I thought it would be. Right? Okay. Cole climbed in legs first and even managed to shimmy her hips in before she realised she wasn't unable to uncross her legs wait she wait. wasn't unable to uncross her legs inside the dryer sorry she wasn't crossed unable. her legs on the way in yes what so she what? would probably have put her legs in first and then to make more room like to compact her legs she crossed them Right, okay. I Surely just, like, bringing your knees up is easier. Cross True, it. but also, the sentence she wasn't unable to uncross her legs, does that make grammatical sense? She was, what, she was unable to uncross she, her legs? She wasn't unable to uncross her legs. So then she, that means she was able. <laughs> she wasn't, yeah, she was unable to uncross her legs, makes way more sense. It does, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what they meant. But yeah. I'm, I'm baffled by that that's the procedure she took to climb into a dryer. How, how, what's your procedure? Just to, just to ask it off the top of my head here. Right, well, I'm taking a my dryer at the minute. And yeah. I, I'd still go legs first. Legs first is a better, it's a stronger start, I think. It is, because you, you can kind of manoeuvre, and then getting out is much easier. And then the uh, fear is less, I think. Oh, you don't want to end up in Narnia or something, yeah. <laughs> no. uh, I think I'm going kind of legs first, but then kind of use the rotation of the dryer to kind of arc myself in. (laughs) So I'm sitting in like a hammock kind of situation. I'm the mental image of you with a fucking tumble dryer. It's so ludicrous. I'll fucking climb in a dryer right now. (laughs) I know you would. I know you would. I double dog dare you, Sean. You'll be a fucking chicken if you didn't. Oh, everyone will think I'm a scaredy cat. Yeah. Now, now, now I've set the challenge. You have to do the rest of the show while spinning. Oh, yeah. Just, just put him on a light cycle. <laughs> a light cycle, yeah, no. We want to have a, we want to have a dry dirt this evening, but, like, you don't want to go mad. I don't. Yes. It's, sure, I'm partly nylon. I'd melt. <laughs> um, Cole climbed in, as I said, legs first. Cole's roommates were unable to help her free free her hindquarters from the tiny, warm prison, which is a weird description. Is it on? What? <laughs> um, I can o- No, if the door is open, it can't be on. That is true, but maybe they've... Mm. Started a fire? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe they've started a small fire. Ooh, it's very toasty. Um, the group eventually decided to call the local fryer brigade after one hour of trying to get her out of the fucking dryer. An hour? That's too... I would, I would have given up long before that. I would have given up after three minutes. Especially yeah. on wine and tequila. But on wine and tequila, I think you're powered up. Like, time goes at a weird rate. So you don't realise you're there for an hour trying to get her out. That's true. And I imagine everyone else in the house is in the same situation. Yeah. Uh, they're all in dryers. <laughs> There's no, 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 dryers in the house. <laughs> you knew what I meant. <laughs> it's it's a situation like Saw. They're all in traps and they're reaching out for each other. <laughs> There's a key in the middle of the floor that doesn't open anything. <laughs> <laughs> 
Some wicks are getting it. It's at um, the bottom of a pile of wet clothes. <laughs> oh damn it! The irony of ironies. Um, the group eventually decided to call the local fire brigade. Although they were on it, they were barely barely able to convey the situation without breaking into hysterical laughter. Um, so, um, footage filmed by one of Cole's friends, however, seemed to indicate that while they were certainly concerned, they were also extremely amused by her predicament, which I would could only assume they would be if they were a bit drunk. Oh, yeah, like that would be the most hilarious thing to ever happen. Um, yeah. I now, I I I still think it'd be easy to get out of it. I understand people can get stuck in things, but a dryer. You're the type of man that you're going to get your head stuck in a fence. There's the, absolutely no chance. You're like you'll put your head through, and you're like that was easy enough. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! I live in the fence now. <laughs> um, this might sound weird," said her friend. "But our friend is stuck in the dryer, and um, one of Cole's friends can be heard telling the emergency workers over the phone. Yes, in the dryer," she repeats, laughing. The arriving firefighters were able to free Cole within another 20 minutes, but her friend Lydia told the news that the entire ordeal has likely resulted in a lifetime embarrassment for her friend. I will never stop making fun of her, Lydia said. Um, Cole Lydia sounds lovely. Meant- Lydia seems like a top quality gal. Um, Cole, meanwhile, maintains that she and her roommates didn't know how else to handle the situation and defends their decision to get the fire department involved. They save cats from trees, so maybe they could save students from tumble dryers, she reasoned. Oh, so, fucking someone's a communications student. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to get a job in this climate, Cole. <laughs> now, it... So, no, I, I totally agree. Never let that person forget that they got stuck in a dryer. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but second of all, I'm not sure that the fire brigade take that many cats out of trees. Not anymore. No, back in the day when, like, arson wasn't a thing. You'd be grand. Back in but the now, day when there, there was like, there was ten lads in a village. Should, yeah, they didn't have anything to do. Now, if you're in a city, there's probably more fires happening at the same time than there is cats and trees. Was there just less access to ladders back in the day? Is that why there fire... There might just have been... Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. I, I, it's baffled me because surely you just get a ladder. <laughs> or jump. Just jump real high. Yeah, or make a, some kind of tower of people. And then, oh yes, yes, no, a tower. Get a bunch of cheerleaders in, tower of them, stand at the top, and maybe hope that the ones at the bottom don't collapse. Yeah, I think that's the that's that's the yeah. new efficient way to get a cat out of a tree is to assemble a squad of cheerleaders. <coughs> Government, we are here if you need our advice. <laughs> we humbly present to you <laughs> <laughs> this PowerPoint presentation. It's seventy-four slides. Seventy-three of them are just the cheerleading one in a big triangle. <laughs> <laughs> For every slide, a new member is added, and the triangle builds up. <laughs> but half of them are all on the ground, and like half of them are doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very big squad. <laughs> <laughs> want to invite everyone, you know what I mean? You don't want to leave people out. You know what I mean? Like, um, So, yeah, a woman got stuck in a tumble dryer, and you are still of the opinion you would not have been stuck, which I think this now leads me to believe you need to get in a tumble dryer. If, look, uh, if we... If this episode gets a hundred downloads, I'll do it. A hundred million downloads. You heard them, people. <laughs> Two billion downloads. <laughs> um, so, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this is... I mean, this might be the strangest Guinness World Record we've covered. Or the most dangerous, anyway. And this oh. is something I'm probably going to need you to maybe look up. Do a quick Just goose. to really get a, get a sense of what I'm telling you here. Because I have... Man... Chops through 40 trod apples while also juggling knives that he's chopping them with. Say it slowly, I'm typing. <laughs> Man chops through 40 trod apples while juggling knives. Apples while juggling, juggling. knives. Let's see if knives. there's any results. Oh, here we are. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. Let, I, need let... you to, I need you to explain to the people what you're seeing in this mm. video. Okay, well, at the minute, it's an ad for stock exchanges. Oh. Well, are we in- interested in that, everyone? <laughs> Let's all gather around. A 
Apparently it's wise to hedge gold. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, okay, so this is the man. He's harvesting the apples himself. Uh, oh, which, you've gotten full. You've gone to the bat, the origin of the story. Oh yeah, like the tree. He's just planted the tree. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! <laughs> no, John. Yeah, oh, now he has to. What? So, sorry, I'm watching. Oh, the camera's slowly zooming in on the knives. This is fantastic. Yes. Um, yes. So. He is doing it. It's not as fast as I was expecting. Which, look, well, I'm he, asking a lot of this man. He's juggling three knives, and somebody is standing two feet away from him, fucking apples at his head, and he's chopping the apples as they fly in the air, while also simultaneously juggling the knives. That's true, but there's a rhythm to the pace that the apples come at, and I feel like that's just... <laughs> that's, it's just extended juggling. That's all it is. <laughs> You know what, right? I think that you were being a bit salty. There's no way on earth you could do this, one, without killing yourself and <laughs> throwing the apples. And two, I have no idea how you practice how to do this. Slowly and carefully, I think, is the first Very word. slowly, yes. So an Idaho man showed off his coordination and broke a Guinness World Record when he sliced through 40 thrown crab apples while juggling three knives. David Rush, who has broken more than 150 other Guinness records, enlisted the help of a neighbour, Jonathan Hannon, to take on the record for most apples sliced in one minute while juggling knives. Um, The pair had to beat the goal of 36. um, And Rush, who had been juggling since 2004, said it took one and a half years of casual training and several weeks of serious preparation to get to the point where he could take on the record. Jesus. I mean, I mean, he does celebrate pretty hard after this. Yeah. Uh, it, so, like Han- Hannon threw 41 crab apples in at him in the one minute. He missed one. He sliced through every other one to get 40. That's pretty good. That's, like... And yeah, and he's counting. He has all the apple halves here. Like he's counting them out. That's, That's still faster than uh, one every two seconds. That he's slicing and juggling. Yeah, and these these knives are like they're proper knives. Like it's not that they're you know they're they're dull or they're made of plastic. He's cleanly slicing through apples. Sean, are you telling me now that you could do this? If I if I gave you some knives and a few apples, you could pull this out. I'm gonna lose my fucking hands if I try this. <laughs> See, at the start you were like, "Oh, he's too slow. It's gonna be faster. The knives could be bigger." But at the same time, I want I want anyone to watch this video and not go, "Yeah, I would die if I did that." Yeah. Now, also, this man, I'm on his YouTube channel. He has a playlist called World Records, and there's 121 videos in it. Oh, for God. There's 150 he has. He's broken 150 world records as it stands. Some of those videos, he might double up records in each of them, let's be fair. Oh, but yes, that's, that is correct. I was I, Look, to be honest, I was expecting him to be juggling, and then the, like a bunch of fruit comes at him at once, and he like guides, <laughs> he guides his juggle towards the fruit. Like, like um, it's like a combination of that uh, phone game. Fruit Ninja. Yeah, Fruit Ninja combined with juggling. Yeah, that's. I think that's what I wanted in my head. Like, what I got was grand. Mm. It was perfectly, I like, know, I think it's more impressive that he grabs the knife and he, like, holds it. Mids, like, he's juggling. And then he holds one of the knives long enough to put momentum to in slice. to slice it. And then throw it back into the rhythm of the juggle. That is, that is a very fair point because, for, like while he while he's swiping with one knife, I think there's two <laughs> knives just unaccounted for hand wise. Like they're just in the air. No, no, there's one knife that he has in his other hand, and he's holding one, and there's one knife that is in the air, completely devoid of any contact with him. That is, so he's one handed juggling for a little bit. This ah oh, no, you know what? I gave him shit. This is impressive. <laughs> this is actually this is the man who has. Do you remember we watched him do? Uh, he had like the world's highest juggle. Yes. Yeah, he has that record. So I'm just thinking this man might be one of the heroes of weird news. That we just need to cover this man's every one of his Guinness World Records because 
he has decided not to do some normal shit. He's going to try and figure out ways to kill himself in more elaborate ways. Yeah, so David Rush, so the Rush man himself. <laughs> the uh, Rush man. Yeah. It's a, now, now, I'm also, here's, here's some counter weird news reporting. I'm also reading yeah. the story. Uh, so the, he apparently does it to promote STEM education. Oh, then we should absolutely make him the hero of the weird news pod. Yeah, well, one of our man, our growing team of heroes. Oh yes, with the raccoons, the ghosts. You've got, I mean, there's there's a numerous people. You've got Detective Divement. Uh, yeah, you've got Shark Arm, Shark Foot. That's Shark yeah. Arm. He's a hero of Hero Zero. Yeah, and they all ride around in that sunken submarine. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to cover that weird news, uh, that world record attempt, because I think it's important that you see what I'm talking about, just to get a full scale of how mental that man is, and why you shouldn't do the shit that he's doing. Um, Yeah, leave leave it to professionals like me instead. Like like, like Sean, he'll do it while he's in the fucking tumble dryer. (laughs) It's not not much room in there, it's more of a challenge. (laughs) It is adds a bit of, you know, danger to the whole thing. We're all going to be dry at the end of it, but I will be quite bloody, so it's good that that'll get cleaned up. Yeah, dry um, blood, like. So, yeah, absolutely. So I'm not an idiot. Um, so <laughs> we're moving on to our next piece of news, and that is Missing Tortoise, recovered after 74 days on the run. Fucking hell. And did they find yes. the hair? Um, <laughs> so, a 150-pound or 68-kilogram tortoise who escaped from a Tennessee home has been returned after 74 days, managing to make it less than a mile during his slow and steady <laughs> journey. <laughs> the great escape! It's 74, a mile in 74 days. Took him 74 days, not even a mile. He got an eight of a mile. No, I think <laughs> it might have been less. But um, through, though the African sulcata tortoise named Solomon crawled away from his Ashland City enclosure more than two months ago, he was just discovered just an eight of a mile away from home last week. His owner, Lynn Cole, told the news on Friday. Cole said a man and his son spotted Solomon grazing in a valley at a construction site and returned him within minutes. He didn't seem to make it far, but Cole said the true extent of the 15-year-old tortoise's trek remains a mystery. That he is... Says, I, Sorry, well, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I, he says that, I guess we will never know the full details of Solomon's great adventure and how he managed to elude us all for so long. <laughs> and he was grand by all accounts, like he was surviving. He was grand, but how did they not spot him? Oh, a tortoise, like, 400 foot from your house. Yeah, no, like, if you are, like, say, a tortoise enclosure, and one of them goes missing, I mean, surely it can't be that strenuous to try and find this fucking nearly 70 kg tortoise. What if he went on more of a... Like, what if he went mild... Like, he got a train and left. and (laughs) And they found him on his way back. Yeah, he's been on the piss for the last fucking 70 days. He's been going absolutely mental. Oh, and and, he's, and he, you think he's going slow. He's just hung over as fuck. So, oh, look, fuck, we'll ramble on home, so. That's We've it, he's walking like in zigzags. He's walking in zigzags and he's just like, oh, man, that Netherlands was fucking mental. It was absolutely <laughs> mental this time of year. <laughs> Me and Joseph went to Amsterdam. <laughs> And you do not want to try the brownies there, man. I am still not right. I'm fucking after... I'm going mental here. Absolutely. My speech is slowed. <laughs> My speech is slowed. I feel like I'm walking really slowly. Is anybody else picking up on that? This and, and is fucking weird. Better, I better go home. And that's when they found him at the construction site. Yeah, and he was, he was so close, but he couldn't quite remember where he left. Fuck, it's around here somewhere. Fuck. <laughs> ah, this is good enough. I shouldn't have taken all those drugs before I came here. This is looking worse. (laughs) Why did I take cocaine and heroin, ultimately levelling me out? It's weird. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm mild. I'm I'm very mild right now. (laughs) 
Um, no matter his travelled course or intent, thanks to the gentleman and his son who happened to be driving by at that moment, Solomon is now safely at home, and as such, so much joy has been returned to our family, said Cole. Um, Cole said Solomon is a beloved pet who has been with their family since birth. The owner said they would pay his recu- rescuers a reward for returning him home. So, he escaped from this family home. It's not even an enclosure. Sean... Was this man just making a great escape, this animal? And now he's been... He had to come back because he felt bad eventually. But now, once he's back, will there be another great escape? Is what I'm asking. Well, now he's got the taste for adventure, like... Mm. Um, yeah, and, and blood. He killed three people. Oh, he's an absolute... What he did, he cut a baby in half, like Solomon <laughs> from the Bible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's he... Because, of course, he can read. So he's read the Bible and he got some inspiration from it. He thumbed through some passages and said, I'll give this a go. He was licking his thumb as he was flicking each page. You know how it is. He had had on big reading glasses, like a a cartoon (laughs) tortoise. But it's late at night, so he has one of those little sleeping hats on as well. Oh, and you know, the standard candle in a little tray. Absolutely. Absolutely. So he has killed several babies, but at least he's home with the family. (laughs) And he's wise. He's very wise. And he's, and he's like, no, if you want to do it right, you got to cut them this way. That's how you get them. They're sure. just like, well, you've changed since you went on holiday, Solomon. I've travelled, family. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you I, think like, he has a few slides? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Well, he's, <laughs> to be fair, he is only 15, you know, so. Oh, yeah. You let a 15-year-old loose. He's on the run, like. So, and he'll live till he's like 200 years old. Mm. He'll outlive us all, and he'll outlive everyone that he kills. He's an absolute sesh gremlin. <laughs> so, uh, have we come up with the fact that this tortoise is not only a sesh, um, he's mad about drinking and yeah. drugs, he's a serial murderer, yeah. um, he went on holidays, and now he's back home in this lovely family environment, so how long have we given them? I mean, uh, once he hits 18, he's it's all going <laughs> to kick off. I'm out of here, okay? In a few hours. I'm going for the door now. I'm a legal adult. <laughs> An eight of a mile, he got away. Which, I mean, that is a great escape. For him, 74 days and eight of a mile. It was an incredible journey, but at the same time, he didn't really get very far. No, like, how? who lets a tortoise escape? <laughs> you really have to have a look at yourself. When that happens, like, are we, you maybe not paying enough attention to the children and the animals? Yeah, is our gate too easy to open? Mm, yeah. Should I have left the front door open with murders around? Possibly. But who was I to know? Should I have given Solomon a key? <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this one also involves animal shots. Uh, but this is very important because I think this story was made for us. It's it's really mental because it involves raccoons. Yes. Now, raccoons are an old favourite here on the show. But I have 14 raccoons confront dad and son in an encounter that feels like the end of days, said the father. Oh, that is a descriptive man we have here. Yes. This story is so weird and halfway through... There's a thing from very much left field that comes in and is just forgotten about immediately. And you'll know when it comes. But a group of 14 raccoons emerged from the bushes to confront a father and son recently. Um, Oh yeah, also something else showed up but I'm not going to reveal it. So Mark Mark Estoyk and his son were out for a lovely father-son walk. When they suddenly seen one raccoon standing in the bushes. Okay. They were delighted to see such a cute nature sighting and began moving towards the cute animal hoping to get a closer look. But then one raccoon turned into two raccoons and two suddenly turned into eight and eight into fourteen. Merrick says they just began popping up out of nowhere. It felt like they had it planned. <laughs> Shock and awe tactics is what they're using. 
Um, this is insane, Marek has heard saying in the video, while he was out with his son in San Francisco's Golden Gate Park. It feels like the end of days. The raccoon spooked their dog, but also made his son very excited. This was such a good idea, the boy is heard saying very loudly, looking at one of the raccoons. <laughs> read, read the room, son. <laughs> and the father returns with, uh, I hope so. The father can be heard responding. <laughs> And do they try and walk away and the raccoons just follow them? <laughs> their, their eyes are just following them. They walk to the left and they all follow them. To the walk to the right, they all followed them. So, and the kid is loving it. The raccoons scared a dog? Yeah. There's 14 of them! That Yeah, fair. And they are like... Like, they're cute. But they're also like... They're, they're 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 wild animals, like. But I think that's mental. That like there was one there, and the kid is like, "Oh wow, what a good idea, Dad! Me and you out for a walk." And then one turn, and the father's like, "Oh, this is nice." And then at cer- a certain point, the mood changes, and he's thinking, "We might be mugged by fourteen raccoons." <laughs> Presumably, after the video ends, he's like, "And we don't tell your mother." <laughs> Well, if she fucking asks anything, we had a lovely day in the park, don't say nothing. So, they're standing there. 14 raccoons are watching them. And this father is like thinking, okay, I can sacrifice the boy and get out of here. (laughs) Or I can sacrifice myself and get the boy out of here. It's one or the other. Um, So, Estoic told the news report, it was so surreal a posse of bandits, like out of a movie, he said. But their day was to go from strange to full-on weird when the rega- raccoons all began looking to the left suddenly. So the father's <laughs> kind of like, what the fuck is this? They all stopped. To their left was a coyote that had appeared suddenly. <laughs> oh, you're rightly fucked there. <laughs> Um, and then two minutes later, there was a coyote there, says Mark. I was waiting for the unicorn to pop out next. Oh, oh fucking Mark is, Mark's a funny lad. <laughs> At one point, like, Mark can feel the situation slipping from his fingers. He doesn't really have much control at this point. No, because, like, at that point, all bets are off. As soon as the eighth raccoon came out, I think Mark <laughs> checked out for the day. <laughs> his body was there but his mind thought we don't have a child anymore what can you do it's his mind thought better not to experience death firsthand. <laughs> so the child is immediately still excited still excited then you would have to read the room and your father's kind of like acting weird and your father's like maybe we should get out of here son and in my head they go to the left and two more raccoons pop up and then they go to the right and two more pop up they're like oh we're surrounded. Oh, this is good. This is exactly what we wanted. Yeah, and then they, they try and leave behind them, and then there's the coyote. And the, the coyote pops up out of nowhere. Um, so the, the coyote is said to have watched as everyone else slowly backed away from the scene. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, the raccoons and the humans are on the same team. <laughs> The raccoons, Mark and the raccoons made eye contact. They both popped their hands and just backed away like, all right, lad, look, we don't want any fucking trouble. Yeah, we they just made, don't want it. They made the universal signal of like, we're, we're good, right? Yeah, we're oh, good. We're, we're good. good? We're good? Yeah, we're, me and you were good. The coyote is the new issue. There's the, there's a new big dog in town. Yeah, the enemy of my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> really, Mark should have sided with the, the coyote, but that's a wild customer. You don't know if it's on your side or not. Yeah, that's yeah. It's, he's he's a free agent now. Could fourteen raccoons take a coyote? Who's to say? For, who fourteen co- raccoons versus a coyote? I think that would be a good fight. They might overwhelm them. Yeah, I think. I like. I. I there will be heavy losses on the raccoon side. <laughs> heavy losses. Infantry will be slaughtered. Yeah, but it's for the greater good, you know. Yeah. But maybe they're a team of 14. It's like diversity, the dance group. You've got to have them all there, otherwise, if one goes down, the rest will all have to give up the muggins. It's true. It's like if uh, the Megazord was missing a leg. Yeah, you don't want that. 
You just don't want it. So, Mark says he counted 14 raccoons in all, including four just out of shot, out of um, frame in the bushes that he couldn't really see, but they popped out at one stage. The emboldened raccoons, who were usually nocturnal and skittish, were likely trolling for snacks. Humans feeding them have eliminated the animal's fear of us, said the San Francisco Animal Care and Control uh, Director, Virginia Donahue. But that needs to stop for the good of man and beast, she says. I Uh, fully support that statement, by the way, because I think we as a society have destroyed pigeons. Yeah, people think that they're helping the raccoon by feeding them. They feed the raccoon, but if the raccoon gets to be too aggressive, eventually the parrots will have to trap them. And once they're trapped, they have to be euthanized because you can't relocate them. So, us feeding them has made them think, well, if I go near a human, they'll give me food. But then at some stage, one human won't give them food. It's going to kick off. They'll get 13 more of their friends and then maybe mug a man and his son. Yeah, the man and his son were carrying Happy Meals at the time. They, need, they, they neglected they, to say said, that. They had a Happy Meal in one hand and a, bur- a big burger from Burger Mac in the other. Burger Mac, Burger, burger King. Mac. <laughs> burger Mac. That, you know what? There will probably become a day where McDonald's will overtake Burger King and they will become Burger Mac. Oh, you think McDonald's are going to win? I mean, I think McDonald's have a bigger share in the market, Sean. I don't know. I think I, if I had to have one, I think I'd prefer a Burger King. Ah, this is not a question of which is better. This is a question <laughs> of who has who owns more stocks. You know what? That's fair enough. Uh, but they'll never, they'll never team up, will they? The clown and the king. <laughs> It'll be Batman v Superman all over again. Yeah, like, and you have you know, old McDonald is a simple farmer, whereas the Burger yeah. King is royalty. Yeah. And, and But maybe that'll be a match made in heaven. Maybe they'll be the original odd couple. Then you have just like Supermax, who's the weird middleman. Supermax is Irish, though. So yeah. what's, what's another version of... Uh, you've Burger King. You've, yeah. uh, you've McDonald's. Five Guys the, has the numbers. There's five... See, old McDonald's, he's just an old farmer. Five Guys is fucking that guy up. That's true. And then you have, I assume Papa John is a, like a mob boss. Yeah, yeah. But I think five guys, you still have the numerical va- advantage. Like, <laughs> I suppose there could be five really bad fighters. But 5v1, I still take that. I mean, you have a king. He's not going to want to get involved. You've no farmer. They'd fuck him up. And then, I mean, you have uh, Papa John's. He might, he might know some people. But originally, it will be the Sopranos. He could die. <laughs> that, that is true. Uh, I, I'm imagining it like that scene from Anchorman, where all of the How news so? crews get together. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be um, you would have to call it Burger King, like Batman v Superman, but it's like Dawn of Diabetes or something. Yeah, that's that. That is what like the the satirical New Yorker cartoon would call it. <laughs> <laughs> I work for them. Did you not know? Do you work for New Yorker? I didn't want to say it, but yes, and also not know. <laughs> that, that's why they're so bad. <laughs> uh, so we're finishing off weird news this week, Sean, with Florida Man. Um, Florida Man shoots through his own windshield at another motorist because he flashed a gun at him first. Fucking power move, dude. <laughs> um, a Florida man was videoed on his own dash cam as he fired a shotgun through his windshield Fuck of his car at a fellow driver. Why do you have a shotgun in, like, to hand? Why don't you have a shotgun to hand? An equally fair point. Mm. The man behind the wheel, Marco Mazetta, posted the video to YouTube claiming he was trying to defend himself after believing he was in danger of being shot. He so, posted this Mazzetta, video himself. Yes. Mazetta, who was driving along a highway in Orange County near Orlando, said he only pulled out his gun uh, after another driver, who was also caught on camera, began shooting at him first. Dashcam video shows the other driver's car driving aggressively and at one point passing extremely close to Mazetta's truck. Mazetta then tapped his brakes, causing the other car to bump into him from behind before speeding around him. Shortly after, the second car can be seen to slow down before the driver pulled the gun out and pointed it straight at him through the window. 
this meant Mazetta, of course, sees the gun, and it prompts him to take out his own shotgun and fire through his his own front window of his own car, fearing he might be shot. That is, like... That was pure survival instinct. Like, he didn't care what happened to the car at that point. I mean, the guy pulls up and pulls out a gun. You immediately pull out a shotgun. How at hand is it that you could just get it? Yeah, is it, like, buckled into the passenger seat? It's it's strapped in with a little blanket over it. He he, he flicks up a little cap on the handbrake. And (laughs) there's just a, a button that says shotgun on it. And it, it drops into his lap Wallace and Gromit style. And he puts up his hands like a Mr. Inc- the Incredibles and like shooting gloves come onto his hands. Shooting gloves. <laughs> he pulls them on. He's like, now, now to finish this off. Now he also had a good line. Mazetta told the news, I'm not a fan of guns, but I'm also not a fan of getting shot. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, fair point. I mean... I mean, and after you say that, you just drop the fucking mic. Like, fuck you. Um, I know this video doesn't capture my smartest moments, but I hope any idiot criminal with a gun watching thinks twice before loading, brandishing, and aiming their firearm at someone over a traffic inf- infraction. Well, Florida Highway quite Patrol. well put together. <laughs> Florida Highway Patrol has said that it shows how dangerous it is to argue with other drivers on the highway. You don't know the mindset of the other driver. That you might get involved in some kind of situation. A lot of people carry weapons in their cars. This could have really escalated to somebody getting shot or someone getting killed, said the Florida Highway Patrol. Um, but what this is, is that somebody tried to fuck with Florida Man. And Florida Man will go from 0 to 100 as fast as possible. Yeah, he will escalate without a further thought. <laughs> No, and he's willing to sacrifice himself to fuck you over. He's willing to sacrifice his principles of not liking guns. And his car. And Well, the front half of it anyway. <laughs> the whole windshield of his own car. Maybe he was thinking like, oh, I don't want to have to clean glass out of the seats. So if I shoot the glass from the inside. Can you not wind down the window? You can't. You're not one arm and a shotgun. <laughs> Out the window. I mean, this isn't GTA, I mean, <laughs> Connor. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but if I have an option between, like, you might get the window down and pop and put two arms out. You're driving on the highway. There's no turns. Just e- ease out a little bit. If you had a sunroof, it becomes kind of a tank scenario. <laughs> it, it really does. If you had like maybe a partner in crime that could stand on your shoulders through the sunroof, or even cruise control. Cruise control might cruise do control. it. Teslas will be the form of, will be the start of all good warfare. <laughs> World War Three will be fought with Teslas. <laughs> o- autopilot will in, in be enabled, and then everyone will pull out guns in Florida. I can only assume. <laughs> well, look, if that's the way the Florida falls, that's the way Florida falls. <laughs> that's the way it is. Um, so yes, Florida man shot out his own windshield. Just because he's seen the other driver pull out a gun on him. And then he thought, wait, I'm fucking Florida, man. Nobody does anything to me. Nobody outcrazies me, I think, is always the motto. It's, he's a loose cannon, but I'm I'm actually not glad he's in our deck. I feel he's going to no. turn on us at any point. No, he, he, see, you wouldn't be able to trust him. Because it could kick off at any moment. And he he will throw the first punch. <laughs> yeah, he will. His, the circle of danger of his punches are quite high. Oh, we've tied it back. We've brought the circle exactly. of danger right back around. Like a circle. Um, so, Sean, <laughs> um, <laughs> do you want to take us out? Yes, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesdays. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thank you, as always, goes out to all of our patrons who support us over there on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast, or there is a link to that website in the description. Uh, any support is hugely appreciated. Thank you to everyone that does support. Um, and there should be a new uh, Lazarus Pit, which is our movie review show. That should be coming out uh, sometime soon. And for mm. price of a coffee, you get access to that and all of our back catalogue of those movie reviews. So if that's something yeah. you might be interested in, do head on over to Patreon there. Uh, but the best way you can support the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. <laughs> <laughs>
Just p- p- please, please. Please, friends. please. You know, all of our listeners have so many friends. So. Because <laughs> um, anyone, anyone who listens to us has got to be popular. So we just need the one friend. It's fine. We just, we, me and Connor just need one friend. <laughs> That's all I've always said. That's what my mom always said to me. I said, don't worry about it. I'm grand sitting by myself. I said, don't worry, I have a podcast. The friends will come rolling in. <laughs> Friends and money, bitches. <laughs> and she said, go to your room. <laughs> she said, fucking get a job. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's it for this week's Weird News Wednesday. So I have been Conor Lawler. I have been Sean Mean. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.